Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's evangelist Jonathan. Welcome to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is Jonathan Shuttlesworth on with you live on Christian Television Network, 1232 p.m. on the East Coast. Good to see you in Hawaii, California, Texas, all over the country. I'm so glad that you've joined us. I was in Hawaii all of last week, which was good for you. It gave you an opportunity to meet my wife, Evangelist Adonis Shuttlesworth, and I know you enjoyed uh, her broadcast. You know, we're going to take this entire month, both this end part of January and then going into February, and deal with the subject of divine healing, because many, many people are sick in the body of Christ. You know, in the book of James... The book of James, James said, are any among you sick? Speaking to the church, are any among you sick? They weren't even sure that there were any sick people to address his message to. After that move of God swept through Acts chapter 4, Acts chapter 5, people were healed. Healing is a covenant right of the children of God. And the majority of Christians that you meet, they're sick. And I want to be clear right up front, if you're not a Christian, I'm not only going to give you an opportunity to be saved, but you can get in on this too. Jesus purchased your total redemption. I'm going to make you a promise right now. If you'll commit to watch this program from now through the end of February, and with your faith, target whatever sickness there is. Maybe you have like 11 things that need healed. I'm not teaching this so you can have information on healing. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 9, Jesus taught, then he preached, then healed all the sick. So the preaching of God's word builds faith. And faith draws on the power of God and strengthens your body and drives out sickness and disease. So I want you to get ready. As you listen to me preach and teach, I believe God's going to begin to touch you. And then I'll pray for you at the end of every program, and I'm not going to keep you in prayer. In fact, the first thing I pray many of you get healed healed of is pray for me, pray for me disease where you just feel feel like you're going to need prayer the rest of your life. No, the Bible says, Jesus said to the blind men, what would you like me to do for you? And they said, sir, we want to receive our sight. Jesus said, as your faith is, so be it unto you. And instantly or immediately, their eyes came open. The word immediately is used 55 times in the Bible, all of which are in the New Testament and many times, in the deliverance and healing ministry of Jesus Christ. You've suffered long enough. That's why I'm on television, because I want to get this message to the people that you don't have to suffer like everybody else suffers. Jesus paid too high a price for your eyes to be stained with tears of pain. No, I pray the only tears that you cry from now on are tears of laughter. The devil might have had the first laugh. I'm going to pray you have the last laugh and laugh in his face before we get off the program as you receive the power of God. Let's pray even before we go into the word, shall we? Father, I thank you for my friends on the other side of this lens. And though I don't see them, you see them. And as I speak your word, I thank you the power of your word will begin to bring them out of whatever condition they've had, whatever long-standing problem. I thank you that no matter how dark it might seem, they're only one prayer away from the power of God, raising them up off of their sickbed. If you're watching me in a hospital right now, or a care center, in the name of Jesus, I loose the miracle working power of God to raise you up and make you whole. 
In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And we give you the thanks for it in advance by faith, Father, because we know you never fail. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, you say it right in your living room. Amen. So Facebook, YouTube. Remember, if you're watching on television, you can go on Facebook or YouTube at any time. We actually start broadcasting uh, one hour before we come on here at 1130 Eastern Time. And it's the only live interactive Christian television show that I know of. Because you could, you could watch me, uh, you could type to me right now and I can see you. Lori, Sophie, Christy, Kofi, Christine, Tish, Valerie, Facebook or YouTube. Look me up, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. It has the information right at the bottom of the screen. Exodus chapter 15. This is very important. Exodus 15, I'll begin to read at verse 22. Then Moses led the people of Israel away from the Red Sea and they moved out into the desert of Shore. They traveled in this desert for three days without finding any water. When they came to the oasis of Marah, the water was too bitter to drink. So they called the place Marah, which means bitter. Then the people complained and turned against Moses. What are we going to drink, they demanded. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help. And the Lord showed him a piece of wood. Listen to this. So picture this. They find this water. It's got a you know, pond scum on the top of it, bacteria. It must have been pretty nasty for people that haven't had anything to drink in days in the desert. And when they drink it, they have to spit it back out. Because if you're that thirsty, you'd be pretty forgiving. So this diseased, disgusting water is too bitter to drink. God, uh, Moses says to God, I need help. And God shows him a piece of wood. Moses grabbed the wood, threw it into the water, And this made the water sweet to drink. It was there at Marah that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness to him. Verse 26. This is a a key scripture in the Bible, particularly in the area of divine healing. Listen to what God said. God said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees. I will not allow you to suffer any of the diseases that came on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Listen to that again. Many of you are familiar with that. How many of you know he's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer? But listen, listen to how and when he revealed himself that way. God said, Exodus fifteen twenty six. If you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees, I will not allow you to suffer any of the diseases that were sent on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. So you have this bitter pond, all messed up, bacteria, virus, scum, and God, how do you clear it? You know, If they need to purify a pool, a swimming pool, they don't throw wood in it. So this was supernatural. God showed Moses a piece of wood, which D.O. Moody said was a type of the cross. Think about it. He took that wood, a type of the cross, threw it in that nasty body of water, and it cleared out all the virus, all the bacteria, all the filth, all the scum, and made the water good to drink. And God didn't just say, wow, pretty good. No. Then God used it as an object lesson. He said, now you listen to me. If you will serve me, 
with all your heart and keep all my decrees. You see how I did that to the water? So shall I drive out all sickness and all disease out of your midst. Not all, listen, he didn't say I'll heal you when you get sick. He said, I will take sickness out of your midst. Remember what it says in Psalm 91. No deadly thing will come near your dwelling. I'll be like a force field where no sickness or disease can penetrate it. For I am Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord that heals you. And isn't it great that we know? God said a chapter before that in Exodus 14. I am the Lord God and I change not. God never changes. He was Jehovah Rapha then. He's Jehovah Rapha now. Now, gets even stronger. Turn to Exodus 23. Exodus, the 23rd chapter. Verse 25. You must serve only the Lord your God. Now, I'm speaking to people right now. You're in your 60s. You're in your 70s. You're in your 80s. You've served the Lord your whole life. You love God with all your heart. I want you to see something. It's not right for you to be sick. It's illegal for you to be sick. You've kept your end of the deal. It's not right for there to be a Christian lady watching me right now with tightly permed gray hair that's racked with sickness and disease in your body and pain because the Bible says God made a covenant with us. If you serve only the Lord your God, many of you could say that. I do. I serve the Lord. I will bless. God said, I'll tell you what I'll do. If you serve me, here's what I'll do. I will bless your bread and your water. I'll bless your food and water. And I will protect you from illness. Not I'll heal you when you get ill. I will protect you from illness. There will be no miscarriages or infertility in your land. And I will give you long, full lives. So as he's leading them out of Egypt to the promised land, he sends his word and that word heals them. How much did it heal them? Look at this record. Turn, turn with me to Psalm 105, 37. Psalm 105, 37. Praise the Lord. Listen to what the psalmist said. Psalm 105, 37. The Lord brought his people out of Egypt. Loaded with silver and gold. And there was not one feeble among their tribes. The Lord brought them out loaded with silver and gold. And there was not one, you're talking 1.3 million people, Bible scholars say, left Egypt, minimum. There was not one, it doesn't say there, was not, there wasn't one sick. If in ye... If, if Yanyi, it's uh, Psalm 105.37. It doesn't say there was one sick. It says there was none weak among their tribes. Think about it. Every time the pillar of cloud by day moved, they moved. There was nobody said, I'm not going to be able to march today, Moses. It's very hot. I'm 83. You know, it wasn't a youth group that left uh, Egypt. There were 80-year-olds. There were 90-year-olds. And the Bible says all of them were able to make the journey in the blistering heat. Their clothes didn't wear out. That word that God sent even kept their clothes fresh. Their shoes never wore out. That's how powerful it was. And there was not one feeble 
among their tribe. That's why I titled today's broadcast, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, A Perfectly Healthy Nation. Listen to that. The mystery of a perfectly healthy nation. I want to read you what a great Bible scholar named Finus Dake had to say about a perfectly healthy nation out of Psalm 105.37. The reason there was not one feeble person in all their tribes was because God healed them at Marah. That's what we read, Exodus 15.26. Such is the will of God for men under the new covenant, which is based upon better promises. Hebrews 8.6. And is more glorious in power and provision than the old Mosaic covenant. So listen to this. That covenant, the Bible says in Hebrews 8, 6, the covenant we have now is built on better promises. It is a better covenant built on better promises. So if under a worse covenant, there was none sick, a perfectly healthy nation, and it was a type of the church, the Israelites were baptized under Moses in the cloud. We are baptized into Christ in water. If that former covenant that was weaker and imperfect could keep the whole nation strong, not just healed, strong, how much more under this glorious, better covenant with Jesus Christ should every believer walk in total dominion over sickness and disease? I see You walking that way from now. I see people even as I'm speaking. The power of God making contact with your body by his word. Because you thought you had to put up with it. The lady at CVS convinced you that because you're in your 60s, there's certain things that just don't work right anymore. That's the world's portion. We live in this world, but we're not of this world. We are redeemed, not by the blood of bulls and goats, by the precious blood of Jesus Christ, who purchased our redemption from all sickness, all disease, and all weakness. Cartilage deterioration in your knee, disc deterioration in your back. That word from God kept the whole nation strong. Your kidneys aren't allowed to fail. You're healed. It is, this this is fine as Dake speaking. It is to the shame of the church to fall so far behind Israel in receiving promised benefits. Listen to that. It is to the shame of the church. I agree. It's not right to speak in a church and say, how many of you need a healing today? And every hand go up. 90% of the hands go up. 80% of the hands go up. It's not right. If Moses would have asked that, how many of you need healed this morning? Nobody lifted their hand. Because when the Lord sent that word, When they kept their end of the deal and served only him, he blessed their bread and water and removed sickness out of the midst of them. The mystery of a perfectly healthy nation. It is not logical that new covenant ministers and saints should meet the physical and spiritual qualifications of the old covenant. Is it not logical that new covenant ministers and saints should meet the physical and spiritual qualifications of the old covenant? Is the old covenant the better of the two? Are its provisions and promises better? If so, we should go back under the old covenant. What then is wrong with the church that it does not get the superior blessings of the new covenant? Could it not be because of unbelief and because of widespread rebellion 
against such teaching. Surely it is not because God has lost his power or does not care to live up to the obligations that he made in the new covenant. And I concur 100% with Brother Dake that's in heaven now that we'll see in a few years the way things are looking in the Middle East. That's, a, that's what he taught. There's no way to study this Bible and think that sickness is your portion. No, Jesus took our sicknesses. He's our Passover lamb. The same way the Passover lamb and its blood warded off the angel of death. The same way Jehovah Rapha kept that nation healthy. How much more under this new covenant does he keep us as his children perfectly healthy and strong? So number one, you see that healing is in that covenant. And number two, the bridge that you have to cross is now that you've seen this, you have to see yourself as not needing healing. Because as long as you, you just put your hand up. How many of you need a healing? I need a healing. I need healed. I need the Lord to touch my body. Let me tell you something. You have to stop seeing yourself as needing healed and start seeing yourself that you were healed. That Jesus already took all your sickness and all your disease. Let me tell you something. I don't see myself as weak. I don't see myself as infirmed. And if sickness does try to attack my body, there is an anger that comes up in my spirit because I know it's illegal. I've taken God's word back to him. Father, you said in Exodus 23, 25, if I serve you and I can say with a pure heart, I serve you. You are my everything. You're my number one. You are my God. I gave my life to you at four years old and have never taken it back. I love you. And you said, if I'll do that, you will bless my bread and water and remove sickness and disease out of my midst. How could the Israelites under an old covenant walk strong through the desert in the heat and me under a new covenant built on better promises suffer weakness? It's not right. I want everybody who would like to experience what the Bible says belongs to you. You don't have to put it off one day. You can receive it now. The God that did that then will do it now for you. I'm going to give two invitations. Number one, if you are a child of the devil, then the devil who's the author of all sickness and disease has a right to afflict you. That promise was predicated both times. Exodus 15 and Exodus 23 was predicated on if you will serve me. And maybe when your body got attacked, maybe when, maybe something happened in life, you had a child die, your spouse died, something bad, and the devil used that to disconnect you from God. The first thing you have to do is give your life back to Jesus Christ. I have friendly people waiting in my call center at my own office right now waiting to take your call. You see the number, 412-440-1412, 412 412- 440-1412. That's 412-440-1412. We've expanded our call center. We have as many people answering phones as we could grab. But if you happen to get a busy signal or a, a voice message, leave a message and we'll get back to you. Don't get discouraged. But you have, you have to be saved, man. Furthermore, there's no use you getting healed and going to hell with a perfectly good body. you got to go to heaven. This life is temporal. Eternity is forever. Jesus died so you could be saved from your sins and spend eternity in heaven. 
Do that right now. So key. I want you to be saved. The Bible says I would that all men be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. Call that number and give your life to Jesus Christ right now. And then here's what I'm going to do. As many are calling to receive Jesus Christ, I'm going to pray for every person who needs a touch in their body. You don't have to give for me to pray. I'm going to say, sow a seed. And I'm going to, no, I'm going to pray for you. Take your right hand and put it on the afflicted area of your body. If you have like nine things wrong, take your right hand and put it on top of your head. And I'm going to pray the prayer of faith from right here. And the Lord is going to raise you up. And you're going to be able to go the next time you go to your church and they say that little, you know, how many of you need a touch today? You're going to be able to stand and say, by the grace of God, not me. Because Jesus touched me on Tuesday and I've never been the same. Put your hand on the afflicted area. Lift your left hand to the Lord. Right hand on the afflicted area. Left hand to the Lord. As I pray, I'm believing for God to touch you. I want you by faith to begin to move what you could not move and do what you could not do. We had a lady in our meetings two weeks ago in in Pittsburgh. White rice would give her indigestion and cause her to throw up. Was losing weight like crazy. And all of a sudden after the meeting got a craving for jalapeno poppers. Fried some up, cheese and jalapenos. Couldn't eat white rice and ate them down. God will heal you, man. God is a not just a healer. God is a mighty healer. A mighty healer. Right hand on your afflicted area, left hand to the Lord. Father, every viewer right now, I command their eyes to become clear, their ears to come open. I command their limbs to become strong, their backs in Jesus' name. And every organ, digestive organ, organ that processes the blood, heart, every makeup of the body, I command it. I charge your body to be well according to the word of God. Father, as you kept the Israelites healthy, a perfectly healthy nation, how much more should this nation of the church, the ecclesia, walk in perfect health? Every day of our lives, every, every sickness or disease that would have the nerve to mock your command and your promise, I command it out of every body now. I curse cancer, cancer in the blood, cancer in tumor form, cancer in the bone marrow. You foul spirit, in Jesus' name I curse you, come out. Behold, I command your appetite to return in Jesus' mighty name. I command you to be well. Now begin to move what you couldn't move. Do what you couldn't do. And I believe many, like the testimonies we got before we went on television, many are receiving the miracle working power of God right now. I want you to call and give your testimony. As you're in your room receiving it, you know how to facilitate it more? Begin to thank God. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Thank not, oh, please, Lord. No, don't, no begging. Thank you for healing me now. You feel the sweet anointing of God in your room. It'll grow even stronger as you thank him. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for your healing power. Thank you that I can walk. Thank you that no one's going to have to carry me to the toilet. No one's going to have to bathe me anymore. No. I come up off of my sick bed. In Jesus' name.
Thank you, Lord. I want to hear your testimony. Call right now, 412-440-1412. I can't wait to hear from you. I really want to hear from you. That's why I'm on television. I want to reach people that I haven't been able to reach yet. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Call it right now, 412-440-1412. One final thing before we call it a day. I want to appeal to everybody watching that you miss this kind of message. You like hearing about God and his power. You grew up on that. You were in the charismatic movement in the 70s maybe. And it feels like you haven't heard that kind of preaching and teaching. I'm going to get that message, the gospel of Jesus Christ in power, to this new generation in America that so desperately needs it. I want to challenge every born-again Christian that you felt a kinship with this ministry the short time I've been on the air right now. We have a new studio that we almost have completed. I want to challenge somebody watching right now that can sow 10,000 or more from a business to sow that. You can call that same number, 412-440-1412, or you can give online there at the bottom, whatever whatever, uh, is easiest for you. You can call the number if you're more used to that, or you can go on my website and do it right now, and you'll get tax receipted. We're a legit ministry. And then uh, if you're not able to do 10,000, I want to challenge you to do a thousand. There's many that can't do a ten thousand, but there's many that can do a thousand. You're watching me on something right now that between the data uh, for the internet or your cable or your satellite and the TV, you've already paid a thousand. So just direct it, not just so you can watch, but so others can hear the gospel and watch what God does. I promise you on the authority of God's word. If you put the advancement of God's kingdom first, You stand with me to preach the gospel so people that are lost can be saved. There's no way to do that and not see God multiply his blessings back on you. And so utilize either of those things that are at the bottom of the screen, revivaltoday.com slash give, or you can call the number 412-440-1412, and I'll just say thank you. I look forward to hearing from you. And I'm going to send you, I'll tell you what, everybody that does 1,000 or more today, I'm going to send you that Dake's Bible that I read out of. 33,000 notes from a full gospel perspective. One of the best resources you can have. I'll make it out to you and send it to you. Everybody that does 1,000 or more. And uh, I'll say thank you. That book, if you were watching before I went on air, Healing the Sick by T.L. Osborne. I'll make that available to everybody that does 250 or more as a way of saying thank you. So thank you. And I can't wait to get all the testimonies. We'll, we'll uh, give a report of what God did. And remember, all this, this month, every day, so I'll see you the exact same time tomorrow, 1230 Eastern Time, as we explore this subject of divine healing. Your sickness doesn't stand a chance in Jesus' name. We're about to go off CTN. If you'd like to join me on Facebook, I'm Jonathan Shuttlesworth, or on YouTube. I'm going to stay on a couple more minutes, maybe take some questions, wrap up any loose ends. I love you. For Magalas, for everybody here at Revival Today. I am Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I thank God for you. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Until then, may God richly bless you.